welcome to episode 33 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 17th of January 2017. I'm Darren and joining me as always is Terry. There we go. Yeah. Hello Darren, you're right. Yeah, not bad. Very enthusiastic. How are you doing? Um, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm recovering from man flu. Um just got back from the gym. So feeling better than I was last week. Stupid man flu. Stupid stupid man flu. Yeah. So, Terry. Stupids. Yes. What have you been up to? How did your driving test go? Oh, it went awesome. Yeah? It it, it got cancelled. What? Like a motherfucker. In the blizzard of 2017? <laughs> In the great massive blizzard of 2017 where there was at least half an inch of snow and the world crumbled. I tell you um, what, as a nation, we're, we're rubbish when it comes to snow. Even my instructor said that, like, leading up to the test, it's like, this fucking country goes to shit every single time. Fucking bit of snow. Can't bloody hack it. And it's like, yeah, that's pretty accurate, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it got cancelled. But then again, because uh, the morning of, it just... There was a decent amount of snow. It wasn't like, you know... Well, it wasn't like a foot deeper snow or anything like that, but it was... Sufficient enough to where there was a nice layer of snow, but underneath it, it all compacted, and you could see that it was just like sheet ice underneath. Mm, okay. So we was going around kind of the more popular kind of test routes that they have around here, and uh, even he turned around and said, it will be a miracle if you have your test today. And then sure enough, we get to the test center. Uh, he basically just said, stay in the car. In other words, it's pointless getting out because you're not doing it. And then immediately walked out and said, no, nah, it's been canceled. Oh, man. Uh, so yeah, I've just got to wait for an email for them to tell me my new date and, uh, be groovy, but, uh, yeah, what a pisser. Oh man. What a pisser. Cause after the, after the second time of doing it and being all nervous and all that sort of stuff and proper getting anxious, uh, this time around I was all right. Um, it was more like the first time round where I, I felt a bit nervous, but I was ready to go and then just got bloody Swept from under rug. Oh, what are you doing? No. What are you doing? That was a bit rubbish. It was. I think it was more one of those because as we got to the test center, yeah, one of the examiners fucked off across the road to go get himself a bacon butty or something like that. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, you, you just, yeah, you're just gonna stay in and get warm. It's all right. Ah. One of instructors, uh, one of examiners, there bloody stood outside having a cig, and it's like, ah. Oh. Oh, you're going to go back in and have a cuppa. It's a bit cold, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> that were about it, really. It's just like, you motherfucker. So, yes, I have to wait for my... <laughs> I have to wait even longer. So we'll see what happens. But um... Oh, well. Yeah. Fourth time looking, I guess. Well, no, because I didn't take this one. Well, so it still classes the third time. Oh, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, take yeah. I know what you're saying, yeah. though. But, uh, yeah. It's almost like I'm not destined to do it, but we'll see. Oh, you'll get there. You'll get there. Now, Darren, I don't know if this is a part of growing up or not, but I got very excited over making like mundane purchases. Define mundane in, in your world. A flask. What's wrong with that? Like That's what I mean. It was just like... Oh, you're saying because I agree with it, I'm old. Yeah. um no it was just one of those where um colleague at work brings a flask in and i just thought you know i could could probably could probably do with a flask yeah a flask makes sense it's just a small flask you know i don't need all too big and uh, just like amazon right okay i wonder what they've got all right okay i'll get that 
and then I got like super giddy about the fact that I'd got like a flask and some cleaning brushes for it and just like fuck I'm 30 years old and I'm getting excited over fucking buying a flask of all things oh what the hell is going on um, it gets a lot worse trust me <laughs> does it right okay <laughs> is this why people like have the midlife crisis is because they see mundane stuff as so exciting and then after a while it's like ugh, and then they go buy some mega silly and then stormtrooper outfit that's the Camera, one yeah telescope um i can mm-hmm. i can keep on going <laughs> to be fair the telescope was a christmas gift yeah yeah yep but yeah so i don't know it's a random thing i bought a flask i got super excited about it i got super giddy and then it got delivered to the shop, and I'm like, oh, 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 it's here. Um, and yeah, it's a flask. <laughs> <laughs> um, but don't think of it as a flask. This this device serves you with piping hot, insert drink here. It, it, well, exactly. Or it does the opposite. It keeps cold drinks cool. There you go. Oof. Oof. <laughs> it's the future. <laughs> <laughs> It works for both hot and cold, summer and winter. Fact. Multi-purpose. Uh, the only thing it doesn't do is connect to my phone via some form of Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. You see, now I'm surprised at that, because if I've got a stupid bloody toothbrush <laughs> that connects my Bluetooth, yeah. <laughs> and surely you've got a thermos that you can have a look at and you can see the temperature of it or something. I'm not, something. Yeah, I'm not going to say they don't exist. I'm saying I didn't need one. You, on the other hand, mm. <laughs> will freely buy something like that, you know, for like 300 quid because fuck, you know, but, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things, but I don't need anything like that. Sure, yeah. But, um, yeah, so not a mundane purchase, but the other kind of big purchase I made uh, recently was I bought a new vinyl record player because the one I had just stopped working, which was a pisser. Mm. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's fairly well, new as well, isn't it? It is, yeah. I uh, got bought for Christmas a couple of years ago now. It's not broken. Well, when you're trying to listen to... Um, Stranger Things album over and over That's again. the one. Yeah, or the Tron Legacy soundtrack, yeah. which is, is one of the main ones. Maybe it's just had enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking tired of this, play something new. <laughs> oh. um, I can play singles fine, but with albums it skips like fuck. Oh, really? I couldn't figure out why, and I was looking at it, looking at the needle, and thinking, well, it's not dirty, the the vinyl is brand new, Yeah, that's not scratched, and there's no dirt. I just couldn't figure it out. Um, But it was just more the speed of it, so it was like there was some up, so I went and got myself uh, the new vinyl record player, and then I started listening to records, and it was fun. Hmm, okay. And that Stranger Things soundtrack sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, that's been pretty much oh um i'm going to silverstone in august okay Any i'm gonna go what uh well i don't i don't think i've really mentioned it on here i watch a lot of uh motor gp yeah yeah sure uh, motorbike racing uh so we're gonna go down there in august because it falls on the august bank holiday all right cool so yeah we're gonna go do a bit of camping and and all that sort of shiz down there and yeah, it's gonna be good stuff so that that just happened recently so yeah oh, very good what have you been? How's how's your last two weeks of man fluing and everything else been? So, yeah, the man flu kicked my ass. This is me after about five days, so you can imagine what I was like. Really? Yeah, yeah, Jesus. yeah. Thursday, Friday. Put it this way, I spent the majority of the weekend in bed. 
giggity. <laughs> in not in a good way. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah. So we didn't really speak on the last episode due to maybe somebody having maybe a hangover slightly. Mm. So I I start the new year with resolution. Okay. To to fight against my OCD. Now, right, okay. This is is tough. So historically, I mean we'll we'll get to it in the gaming section, but historically and looking back at the posts, what I've been doing is I've been playing a game and I've mm-hmm. been writing a few words and then sticking it on a site and then moving on to the next one. Yeah. I've been doing this since 2009. Now, oh, wow, okay. Now, when my OCD kicks in, it's like, right, okay. I, so you're playing a game, and you stop, and you make some notes, and then you carry on playing the game, and you stop, and you make some notes. And then you go all the way through, and then you get to the end, and you've got all your notes, and then you write it all up, and you put all the lovely stuff on. However, my OCD wouldn't let me start a new game until I'd written one up. Right, okay. So, As if to kind of put a full stop on the end of that game so you can then absolutely, yeah. freely move on. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But since I, I changed jobs, uh, what, nearly two years ago now, I don't mm-hmm. have the free time that I previously had. Sure, yeah. So I thought, right, New Year, I'm, I am I need to get on with playing games. And I need to get... Because I would go literally two weeks without playing a game because I hadn't written one up. And I thought, oh, wow. you know what? Okay. At the end of the day, there's there's three or four people that read those posts and it takes me a couple of hours to write them and I'm not exactly a wordsmith it's just throwing my thoughts down and I try to be spoiler free as well so it's just like you know what that 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 website is going I am going to get on and I'm going to play some bloody games apparently games are good games are fucking fantastic they are yes yeah (laughs) but I, I I know I've got a I mean we're already starting to plan the work for this year um on the house and I know right, okay. already that I'm going to have about as much free time as I had last year. And I thought, well, if I'm wasting that free time by not playing games because I haven't written stuff up because I didn't have any free time, then I thought, right, it's going to stop. So even even yeah. though I've got fully paid up the subscription for uh, my, my site, it's gone. I've moved all the posts to um, Checkpoint Done site. Oh, what's that? It's, oh, it's a site we've got, yeah. It, it's now got... Oh, we've got a website. We have. Shit. It's now got another 173 posts on it. <laughs> So uh, I mean, it's been good. It doesn't mean I won't be writing any any brain dumps, um, but what it does mean is my I'm breaking my OCD that I have to write something on every single game. Yeah, and, which and when we get to the gaming section, you'll think, "Wow, <laughs> that's Darren not writing reviews." <laughs> I I mean, it's I I can see that it would take. Is I I suspect that that's pretty difficult. Is you know, spending a couple of weeks of, of not playing games because that thing in your head says, no, I need to finish this up first before yeah. I move on to this because otherwise uh, um, I can imagine that takes up, well, obviously two weeks worth of not playing games is, is quite a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was all right, my previous role because, or should I say my previous job because the way my desk was positioned meant nobody could see my screen. And I'd always overestimate the work, <laughs> which right, would give me okay. an hour or two a day. So I, I could squeeze <laughs> these things in. Plus, you don't work from home as much these days. Yeah, and also I've got, instead of my 10-minute uh, cycle to work and back, I've now got an hour and a half round trip. And free time isn't as much as what it used to because I now own this house and it requires work. So, you know, yeah. I, I just thought, you know what, fuck it, fuck it. The site, be gone. 
Which is fair enough. You've you've taken that dive, so yeah. So we'll well you'll see when we get to the gaming section. Um, even though I had man flu, I've gone back to working out, which is all awesome and stuff. Because um, hmm. you know what, tough mudder isn't. It's only a couple of months away. Is it that soon? Uh, well, it's May, and uh, to think where where what three quarter well just over halfway through January already. Yeah, I did realize May was the third month of the year, but okay. What? I said a couple months. <laughs> I thought it was a lot sooner than that. You got me very confused there. Go on. <laughs> Continue. Okay. So. <laughs> what the fuck? It, it's like four and a half months away, Terry. Yeah, sure. Okay. However, if you put it in, in layman's speak, that's what, four and a half months? That's eight. That's ten episodes away. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. That That's not far, sure. Terry. Okay, <laughs> yeah. No, that's not far. No. When well, you say it like that, no, it's not that. Bad, so. <laughs> so I've got that, um, so that's really good. Mm. And I've I've got back to the Scuttercast stuff. I know I mentioned it in the last one. Uh, we yeah. had a, uh, unfortunately, we we recorded the second episode and due to technical issues, um, we had to, well, <laughs> we lost the recording and it all broke and there was many technical problems and it took us nearly three and a half hours to record, about an hour and 20 but how many tears were shed? <laughs> it was all fine. Um, no, uh, one of the guys had an hard- hardware issue, so mm-hmm. he's gone through place. That's so all we'll re-record that. But at least it gives me a break from that. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> yeah. so yeah. An excuse to play more games. Yeah, indeed. So j- just back on that, did you... I know, I know we're not doing any challenges this year. Did you um, mm-hmm. Did you give yourself, yourself any New Year's resolutions? No. I, I, I don't do resolutions because they just get broken in like two days. So. <laughs> yeah, we know what you're like with a bloody challenge. <laughs> um, no, I didn't really give myself anything. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm gonna try and be a bit more selective with games and stuff like that. I mean, I'm, I've put Boomerang on pause again. Sure. Okay. Because uh, I just don't find I'm using it. Because, I mean, I'll talk about some of the stuff that I've, I've played, but. I'm kind of going back to the spoiler alerts. I'm going back to the well on some stuff. Okay. Uh, of stuff I already own, so I'm not really getting a lot of new stuff. So I tell you what, let, let's jump to what we've played. Okay. Checkpoint. So, Terry, mm. let's continue that conversation. Tell me what you've been sure. playing. So. Uh, carrying on with uh, Resi 4 yeah. that I spoke about in the last episode. What an enjoyable game. I know that sounds really silly, but you know it's it's been out for since 2004 on the GameCube, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, but it's it, it holds up. It's very well done. Um, this version that I'm playing is the PS4 version, which okay. looks all right. It looks good plays good and that's all i can ask but uh yeah i don't know i just fancy going back to resi and uh uh it's good shit so i can't complain uh, i've been playing more super mario run you know what that's okay uh more the um toad rally stuff which is kind of their version of the online thing okay the i'd say multiplayer but you versus someone else it's not live or anything it's just sure beat their ghosts sort of thing so kind of like how um, you do with most of the street pass stuff yeah, basically. Yeah, um, it's kind of like that. They they kind of do their run, and you've got to kind of beat their ghost and and that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, I mean, I finished the main. Uh, I guess you can call it the main story or the tour, as they call it. Sure. 
uh, eh, it's alright. It's more the rally stuff than anything else, because like, I'm beating other people on collecting toads, and let's see what I can do, but... Um, yeah, it's been alright. Uh, I didn't talk about this in the last episode, but I've um, been trying the Pokemon Go, the uh, Watch app. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's kind of the... Is it Pokemon Go Plus? You, the watch... The thing you can buy... Uh, you know, if you don't have like an, an Apple Watch or anything like that, it notifies you when uh, there's a Pokemon or a Pokestop nearby and then you can pull your phone out and, and look. Yeah. Whereas the app tracks your um, distance walked, all that sort of stuff. Basically, there's eggs in the game that you have to walk a certain distance for them to hatch. Right, okay. And this just aids in doing that. So I think you said that it tracks, tracks it as exercise done. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, a while back, I, I was saying that we're trying to get people together for the like the leaderboards for the um, the Apple Activity app. Yeah, and it appears in that as you've done a you've done an activity. Right. Okay. Um, that's been good. You know, just being able to like hatch eggs and that sort of stuff without having the app open. Uh, I'll get a notification to the watch that oh, there's a stop nearby. Oh, there's a certain Pokemon nearby. Yeah. So you know, if you it then like all oh, right, okay, I'll pull the phone out. Blah blah blah. Save on having to have the app open, which can get a bit battery thirsty. Yeah, sure. Um, so it's it's just one of those. It, it's kind of a cool little thing, just having it there. You know, just the the fact that it tracks your distance and how many calories, like a like an activity and that sort of stuff. Yeah, sure. So that's not too bad considering it was a, a free update. Um, I'm curious actually. Where, so at hmm. what point does it start the um, the monitoring? Because I know on some days you've had like half a kilometer, and some days like two kilometers. And I'm I'm thinking, well, are you is this triggered from when you pull your phone out or? No. So what you do is basically the app on the watch. I tap the the app on the watch and manually start the it tracking me. Right. Okay. So I I hit that and then it basically tracks my movements from there so unless the app is open on the watch it doesn't track anything hmm. but you've got to manually tell it start like start tracking me then it goes from there okay it's just that's the reason it's it's tracking less is sometimes i'll forget to start it until i'm like halfway like home or something like that like, fuck so I just start it up but uh it, it's quite useful um you know to, to see what i'm you know the distance traveled and all that yeah. The calories burnt and all that sort of stuff. It's kind of cool that they can integrate that into something as silly as Pokemon. But yeah, yeah, sure. But again, if it gets people out walking and and doing exercise, then then hats off to them. Definitely, yeah. I mean, it, when I first started, I mean, I said when Pokemon Go first came out, is that me and a mate would walk around for ages, you know, trying to catch Pokemon, doing all this that and other. I mean, it's kind of tempered since then, but yeah. You know, the, the fact that I've got this, it, it kind of aids me in still kind of casually playing along with everything. So, okay. uh, but yeah, it's all right. Um, you mentioned on the last episode about Sunset Overdrive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have started playing Sunset Overdrive, apparently again. <laughs> Looking uh, at you, cheap- <laughs> Yeah, so I did the normal thing of, right, well, I'll just see how he's getting on. Hang on, he's got shitloads of Chivos here from 2014. Yeah, which I didn't realise. I completely forgot that I'd, I'd played this game because I'm thinking, man, this kind of looks familiar. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, I've already played this part of the game. Right, okay. I have since got further on than where I was because I only played about an hour or so into it. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, fun. Super fun. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, I, it's like a mixture of Scott Pilgrim and Tony Hawk's and 
silly shooty game and, and, and kind of like infamous uh yeah kind of mixed with saints row for the humor yeah 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 very good so far i've 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 put probably about two three hours into it but it's it's been been pretty fun as that and considering we got it on games we call it's yeah, yeah which i'm quite surprised by for how big that game is but yeah that's cool that that was cool but yeah so i've started playing that again played a game now this is a latest addiction uh-huh. that is on iOS or Android, and it's called Solitarica. Anything to do with now, Solitaire? Now, I... As in Solitaire, yes. Now, I heard about this from um, Giant Bomb, um, one of the one of the people that they have guest editors for, like, their top tens, and they mentioned this, and then one of the guys started playing it, and it is addictive as hell. Really? Um, so, what, so what makes it different from a normal Solitaire game? So what it is is basically like this mystical fantasy kind of setup where you're beating creatures. So it's a bit difficult to explain. I'll have to I'll have to record a video and kind of you know to okay emphasize it. But what it is is basically do you play you know on on solitaire yeah the the Microsoft one do you play uh, Tri Peaks? Um, uh, no, I, I tend to go with the basic version. So- so the only way I can describe it is you've got a deck of cards, yep. you've got an enemy, uh, and then you've got like, say, three or four rows of cards, you know, and it's like, say you've got a six, you've either got to go a seven or a five. So if you get five, you go four, three, two, you know, and go that way, like one to one to king and then like loop back round. Yeah, sure. And you've got like, each card has like an, um, like an ability point and every, after a certain amount of points you can do an ability like you can use uh certain points to build your shield up because you've got like a heart it's kind of like, like um hearthstone. yeah i was gonna say it's kind of like hearthstone in that sense but uh, whereas they don't have a deck to build it's like the the row of cards is kind of like their health in a sense okay and like you've got to whittle all the cards down until you get to the last card and that defeats them right okay um, but you've got like 18 rounds um, in this first story and they get harder and harder. More cards and more rows get added to their health and that sort of thing. But there's a, sh- a, sh- a shop that you can go to. Okay. Uh, you can buy perks. So it's like start with like shields, start with extra health, start with all this, that and the other. And, you know, you can buy more abilities and that sort of thing. Um By describing it, I'm not doing it justice, but once you kind of play a couple rounds of it, the addiction sets in. Right. Because you're just like, oh, just tap this, 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 and then it's like, all right, okay, I need more in that colour. So it gets strategic in a way. Okay. It's like, right, I need more colours in this, so if I get this, I can do this to him. And uh, I spent all of Saturday and Sunday playing it. (laughs) Um. I played some. I've been playing it like on an evening and stuff like that as well. Uh, it's super fun, but uh, there's there's different decks that you can get. Like uh, I think I've got the warrior deck, which is like the normal, like the beginning difficulty. Yeah, sure. Um, but there's like bards and wizards and all this that and the other. But the the card types that you get are different, and it. I don't know. It's I can't really explain it, but I, I will put a video. Up, but Suffice to say, it's it's two ninety nine. Okay, but that's it. There's you, there's no microtransactions. There's no nothing. All right. Um, all of the currency you earn is is in in the game. 
um but it's super worth it for 2.99 it's it's a super fun game uh apparently it is on android in a free version so i don't know whether they've got adverts or whether they're kind of premium currency thing i could see there being a premium currency sure okay you can get um so yeah it's solitarica uh super fun i would uh, recommend you play that game interesting okay and the last one darren i'm prepping for resident evil 7 okay with with translation no no that's no wrong translation i'll play it for about five minutes right. in vr and then think ah fuck this um but i was listening to uh alien book sure okay in what we've read, we'll get into it. So I thought, oh, you know what, you know what, Alien Isolation, you know, it's kind of, you know, stalkery, alieny thing and all this. So I started playing that again and fuck that game. <laughs> uh, it's I started from the beginning again because it's been a while since I've played it. That game, fucking scary. See, now, I I, I tried the game um, and I got, got probably a couple of hours in and there was mm-hmm. a certain section with... Androids, the working geos, yeah, yeah, uh, and then I got into a room where there was multiple of those chasing me, and I was like, nope, I didn't even mm-hmm. see the alien, nope. So yeah, I got to past the alien point, and then the the working geos kind of turn against you, shall we say? Yeah, um, but they do it in the politest way possible, right? So a section where it takes ten minutes to get to a certain checkpoint, yeah. It took me about an hour to get back out because I I was literally sweaty palms, sweaty forehead. Like I had to stop playing it at one point. <laughs> so it's just like the the whole like kind of tilting around the corner. You've got you know the motion tracker and that's beeping. It's on the PlayStation Four. It uses the speaker on the controller. Right. Okay. So it kind of makes a noise like oh there's something moving, and then you pull the motion tracker up and it tells you. And I was just jumping at the silliest of things, and I thought, I just can't play this. <laughs> um, I played it the next day in broad daylight, which was good. Yeah. Uh, that game is fun, but fuck that game. Sure. I need to play more of it, because, but apparently the story is like ridiculously long, So, but I'm trying to like make myself brave enough to play Resident Evil 7, but we'll see what happens. Sure, but, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's mainly what I've been playing. What about yourself? So... I have managed to find a way, and I don't know how, mm-hmm. to make time slow down. Oh my Jesus! So You're like a wizard, like a wizard. So I think it's been two weeks um, uh-huh. since we last recorded. In between there, I've been I've had man flu for about five of those days. Sure, I've been going to the gym, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I've recorded a podcast. I've done. I moved all websites around and all the rest of it. I have beat Sunset Overdrive. So I beat the main story. That was kind of awesome. Took 11 hours. Uh, Then I spent another nine hours mopping up all the side quests because I just love the humor in that game. Nine hours to mop up side stuff? Yeah. Wow. Okay. They're kind of worth it. Um, So if you are playing through it, I'd suggest as you get get to each one of the um, groups, should we say, They'll give you a, a bunch of side quests. I'd say it's mm-hmm. worth doing it because the upgrades you get will really help you at some points in the game. Sure. But to be fair, the game wasn't hard. I mean, I, I just I just mainlined it and I still took out the end of game boss pretty easy. Right, okay. Um, but the humour in it, some are, I mean, 
you're probably with the 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 young people in the arcade. Yes, I am. Yeah. yeah. So the, the the next bunch of people you go to, absolutely hilarious. I don't think it's too spoilery to say that they're LARPers. Yeah. So the, the live action role players in this hole. So you've just got. Uh, so kind of imagine those kids, but mm-hmm. very geeky LARPers that have gone over the top with their outfits uh, and they're fending for themselves in that that otherwise broken universe um, right. with their normal role-playing gear. And, Fantastic. And some of the humour in there is just absolutely amazing. Uh, to be fair, I've not laughed at a game so much since probably Saints Row. Okay, I can see that. I, th- there has been a few moments in there that I've chuckled. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I can't remember if it was an offside mission. Uh, to do with those kids where I had to go try and find uh, some uh, parents. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you know what I'm on yeah, about yeah. and just kind of the resolution of that and kind of hearing, you know, some stuff and that, that was very funny to uh, listen to. Yeah. I, the, I tell you the writing team on that. I mean, if if I remember rightly, isn't it the team that did um, like Banjo-Kazooie in that? The, uh, Insomniac is the ones that do... Oh, Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank, I can't remember what they're doing. Um, the new Spider-Man sure, yeah. PS4 game. Yeah. Uh, so they've they got some good writers because, I mean, Ratchet and Clank has some very tongue-in-cheek, very funny moments to it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was done. That that was about... Probably got about 10 hours in in this fortnight. Mm. I beat Peggle 2. Oh, did it beat you? No, no. So <laughs> everybody apart from Jace will agree with me. That I've now done. So each one of the, should we say, the hosts of, of each one of the Peggle maps, you can do each one of the maps, and you can do each one of their challenges, the trials. Yeah. So I've now done ten out of ten on all their things. So the only things left is to do every single map and get. I think you've got to take down every single ball. There's a challenge thing, and there's another thing. And I start working my way through them, and I was like, "Okay, the, I'm already. I've already logged nearly 28 hours on the game." And I thought, you know what? It, it can sit there as a background game. Yeah, <laughs> um, but for me, I'm, I, I've now got all achievements as well, apart from the uh, getting 100 percent on every single map. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I reckon I beat that game. That's an impressive amount of time to put into Peggle. Yeah, but Peggle's amazing. I hey. I'm not saying that Peggle's not amazing, but 28 hours, that's impressive. Yeah, well, I, I bought the two DLC packs as well, so I've done those and I've done all their challenges, so I, I, I mm. do love me some Peggle. You do love a bit of Peggle. Yeah. yeah. So I've also beat Infamous First Light. Mm. That was good. really bloody good. So yeah. remember Infamous um, Second Son? Yes. I enjoyed that game. And you remember uh, Fetch, the, the uh, Neon Lass? Yes, I do. It's her backstory. Uh, uh, did, we, did we get this free? We got it free indeed, point? yeah. Yeah. And I have to say, that is an amazing looking game. Yeah, I do remember that was kind of one of the, wow, this is like kind of the next gen yeah, console yeah. stuff. Um, uh, so, yeah, I played through that. I played through the main story, but I did I did the gaming OCD thing. Mm-hmm. It, I went into an area and it says, all oh, right, you can, you can do this. And, and your quest is over there, but hey, see this icon? There's a little challenge here. I'm like, oh, is there really? So I went around the entire map, cleaned up those challenges. It's like, oh, here's some more challenges. All right, I'll go and do all those. 
So the main quest is over here. No, it's all right. There's a challenge over here. I've got to <laughs> yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. It's like, quick, hurry up! The the world is burning. Hang on. There's a collectible over there. I can see it. I can get to it somehow. <laughs> I can see something shiny in the distance. I must follow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah. A good seven or eight hours into that. Mm-hmm. Got that beat. Really enjoyed it. That's not bad for a, like a, a standalone kind of DLC thing, about seven, eight hours. Yeah, and it also, um, once you finish, it allows you to... So you've got a lot of challenger modes as well, mm-hmm. and scoreboards and all that kind of good stuff. But you've also got... Yeah. Um, you can go back into the map and collect all the... So there were some orbs that you can't really get to unless you like unlock the double jump. Mm, okay. And it's just like... It says, right, now we've unlocked everything. Um you can spend about another three... Well, no, what was it? It's about another 80 points to complete everything. And I'm like, really? 80 points? Do you know how much work I'm going to have to do that? Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> right, okay. Kind of wash your hands of that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough. But, yeah, so, uh, again, with my with my uh, New Year's resolution, I decided, A, I'm not going to replay a game that I pre- I've already played. Okay. Because, because I'm a sucker for... I played a game, I enjoyed it, I've got nostalgia about it. Oh, look, it's been remastered, or it's cheap, or it's appeared on backwards compatible, or something. Or, or perfect example today. I've I've been playing the uh, the Back to the Future Telltale game. Wow, okay. Um, I have it on Steam. I've uh, Actually, the next game I was going to talk about, so I've done, um, I've done the second chapter of that. Really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But it's on um, the Deals with Gold. And it's just like, ah, oh, you can get it on the Xbox One, the 30th anniversary of it edition. It's only £6. No, 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 no. No, exactly. <laughs> Old me would have given it, well, on Steam, there isn't any achievements for this game because it's from 2011. And uh, and apparently what they've done, they've got the guy who played <laughs> Biff Tannen to re-record his Biff Tannen parts. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And I was like, oh, and, well, I could go back and do those and get the <laughs> achievements. And I'm like, Darren... You've already done two episodes. Just go and do the other no. six and have done it. That's the one. <laughs> Fucking hell. But I have to say, that is a good Telltale game. I think they've evolved in the wrong direction. Mm. So this is you more point and click. So this is going around actually collecting stuff and using them. And you know when you like go to your inventory and, and pick up like a lighter and you give it someday and then that then starts a certain part of the story or you know yeah. instead of just like right there's four things on the screen pick one pick one pick one now pick one oh yeah muppet this yeah the pro i think i have this on the ipad um uh, yeah okay like the the proper like like you say old school like broken sword style yeah, point yeah. and click man broken sword so good sorry continue <laughs> so yeah so i've done i've done part two and um i've got the 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 other three parts do so um, I'm trying to get my backlog down as well. So, you remember when we were doing the Year of Shame challenge? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, remember when you dialed it in? Oh, yes. <laughs> so, I was I was looking through, and according to how long to beat, I had close to 600 games on, on my backlog at some point. I've now... That's quite impressive. I've whittled it down to 31 games. Wow. Yep. That's even more impressive. I know, and uh, and some of those are uh, to coin a, a management speak, low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. So there's like um, the episodes of Back to the Future. There's you know there's some little small games on there where you think, ah, oh, well that's about an hour, and that's about an hour, and that's an experience. And sure. So yeah. I 
so I was listening to the the, the final episode of Eurashame um, Challenge, whatever you want to call it, Eurashame Four or, or 2016, mm-hmm. and I like Eddie's idea. So Eddie has decided he's going to have a backlog of ten games. If it goes over that, then he doesn't buy anything else. Okay, yeah, and I I can work with that. Yeah. Um, so that's my goal: get it down to about there. And then I can just have a, a rolling game collection of about 10. I mean, I was looking, uh, j- just before we start recording, actually, I've got 487 games which I've classified uh, but were never completed. Right, okay. Most of those are digital. So if I ever feel the need that, oh, I've run out of games, there's plenty I can go back to. Yeah, there's, there's always something out there to uh, to finish. But, I mean, that that's quite a good way of doing it because... In ten games, that's a significant amount of gaming time that you could get in there. Oh, of course, yeah. It's yeah, so not bad. So anyway, to continue. So mm. Back to the Future episode two, I've completed. Um, it, it ended on quite a cliffhanger. I'm like, oh my god, I cannot wait to get into episode three. Right. Okay. So I I had to go unfinished swamp. Is this that one where you've the, got like all white and yeah. this kind of. Okay. So I played, a, a, again, only a short game. I think it's about three and a half, four hours. Mm. I had to turn it off. It was making me ill. Uh, now, okay. I don't know what it is, and I, I, I don't know if it's a resurgence of, of some repressed memories, but it, it was the weirdest <laughs> thing. So you've got a perfectly white room, and the only way you can tell where you're going is you, you fire uh, like black ink, blot, ink blots. Mm-hmm. And then that covers one of the walls, and it's just like, all right, well, there's a wall there, and there's an opening there. And, uh, but as you go through, you can keep throwing these black ink dots, but everything then turns from black, oh, sorry, from white to black. Right, so you can okay. have exactly the same problem you had before, but instead of it being white, it's black. And I was like, right, okay, so I've got all black walls, all black everything around me. There's no way to indicate which way I need to go. There's no way I can get rid of the black, you know, and put white back on it or anything like that. Yeah. And I... I was walking around these and I was banging into things and it was like, right, there's a staircase there. Okay, right, oh, shit. And I don't know, I got really, um, like, anxiety. I Yeah, I can imagine that because just from describing it, that already makes me feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, so you'd walk into a room and, yeah, so you'd be like... Like my chest is starting to tighten, like, <laughs> that, that's what I like. even thinking about it. Yeah. After about an hour, I was just like, I, I can't play this anymore. I, I, I just felt horrible playing it that sounds that legit sounds fucking rough yeah no <laughs> so I, I don't know if there's a repressed memory where uh, the light wouldn't work and i couldn't make it out of the bedroom or you know so just something like but it was just oh, so that went yeah i started playing you know the game we got with games we called the van helsing death trap mm, yeah so i fired that up and after about 20 minutes worth of um tutorials I was like, right, okay, let's give this a go. It is probably the most complex tower defense game I've ever played. Because you, I seem to remember you kind, you messaged me. Yeah. You say, oh, I might give that a go because it's tower defense. And you like your tower defense game. So this this is, I think it will be a good game. But okay. I thought it was overkill complex for what it needed to be. So right. you've got... Um, Best way I can describe it, there was a game called Orcs Must Die. Yeah, I seem to remember hearing about that. Yeah, so basically you've got you've got the routes that the things are coming, and you can put down traps. So mm-hmm. that's fine, you can put down traps. However, each trap has got three progress trees, 
that you can level them up in different ways. Right. Okay. So, like, uh, let, let's call it just normal uh, fire trap. Um, you, you can spend loads of points and get that up to a certain point, leveling it in a certain way, and it's got this and it does that, and it's good against that. And mm-hmm. But there's about 30 different traps. Right. So it's like, right, okay, that, that's a hell of a lot of customization there. And you've also got a character running around as well. So if the traps don't take them out, then you can go around and slay them. Mm-hmm. However, the guy that you're controlling has got the same level of customization as, like, Diablo. Oh, Jesus Christ. To that okay. level, like, you, you can slot things and you can do this and you can enchant this and do that. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot of customization. This this game must go on forever. So I had a look on how long to beat. Apparently, the main story will take you six hours. I'm like, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, I wasn't prepared for this. Yeah, so I think I think if I'd have read that it went on for like thirty hours or so, I'd have been willing to invest that time because there's that much that much customization in it. I, th- it, I don't know. It just feels like it could go on forever. But if it's over mm-hmm. and done within six hours, it's just like, hmm, I, I, I'm not going to waste six hours on it. No, that's fair enough. Yeah. Although, again, it's there for if you really do want to sink some time. Into yeah, it. absolutely. I mean, uh, that's the thing. Major- every, pretty much everything I bought for the last four or five years has all been digital. So it's not like they're sold and gone. They're, they're, they're in there in the magical cloud that is the interwebs. Right, yeah. Let's see. I continued with The Deadly Tower of Monsters. Okay. So remember another one we got on uh, PS Plus, the one that was uh, yeah. narrated like a, an old B-movie? Yeah, it was a... A couple of months ago, we got that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I carried yeah. on playing that, and and the narration's good, and it's funny. And and then I got to a point, and I was going through it all, and I'd upgraded, and I got to the top of this tower, and there were things attacking me, and I was attacking them back. All was going good, and I fell off this tower because I, mm. I was a bit of a muppet. The save point was about ten minutes before, mm. and I was like. You know what? This game's okay, <laughs> but it's a bit janky. Um, and yeah. although the narration's quite funny, um, I'm not willing to spend the extra 10 minutes to go all the way back up there because I'm, I'm only playing it to complete it to get off the pile. Sure, yeah. So I thought, you know what? Done. So that's gone as well. Okay, fair enough. And then finally, the, the other game I'm playing is, I think I mentioned it a couple of episodes back, that I'd started playing uh, StarCraft, the Legacy of the Void. Yes, you did. Yeah, so... What I've, yeah. what I've kind of decided is, again, to, to squeeze in more gaming, is try and play at least an hour a night of something. And the, okay. the good thing about StarCraft is most of the levels take you about half an hour. There's a decent amount of time to just, you know, yeah. just you want a quick level or two here and there. Well, th- that's the thoughts. I mean, uh, Christine is addicted to Warcraft. So <laughs> it's just like, if I want to go up there and be sociable, then I'll just be like, all oh, right, yeah, I'll, I'll just fire up StarCraft now a couple of games. And yeah, I'm kind of powering through it. To be fair, I'm I've never really liked playing the Protoss. So I'm I'm finding it a little bit of a struggle, but game mechanics, the game itself is absolutely solid. I just kinda yeah. wish that I didn't have to play the Protoss. I don't know what the Protoss is, but I, it, okay. the, the the one of the three races that you get to play. Okay, sure. Um so we we've had the main game and then you had the Zerg and then you had the Protoss. The main game for me was absolutely outstanding. The story, everything was brilliant. I think it's because you were kind of playing as humans, so you could relate to them more. Um, sure, yeah. The Zerg, I always found quite difficult, and the Protoss, I've never been a fan. I mean, maybe when I get to this, because essentially the single player is a tutorial on how to play multiplayer. 
because right, each level okay. introduces a new unit and say, oh, well, this is his strength and this is his weakness. Okay, well, we're mm. going to hit you with the stuff. Just make sure you've got these new towers there or you've got that there or this new unit. Oh, this sounds terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah, horrible. No, it's, 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 it's really good. But... <laughs> so, yes, um, I've been chipping away at that. I'm about, I'd say, about a quarter of the way through. So hopefully by the yeah. next cast, I should have finished that. Good shit. So, yeah, as you can see, I, I have managed to bend time. I don't know how you've managed that. I know, I know. Because it seems like you've done a lot of stuff. Mind you, I must admit, because we recorded on the Monday. Yeah. Uh, so it's the... And it feels like forever since we friggin' recorded last. So... It does, yeah. But there again, we did uh, record on like the Monday morning. And it, it was the, the last day of the Christmas holidays. So Yeah, it was great. We recorded in the morning and I'd, I'd, edited, uh, I'd edited the podcast by the afternoon. It was fantastic. Yeah, very good. Good, good stuff. Now, yes. I think it would be remiss to not talk about this, as it, this was a big thing that just kicked off over the weekend. Okay. So the Nintendo Switch is a thing. It is indeed. That just had a big presentation over the weekend, and they've finally kind of given us some of the details. Uh, uh, yeah. Like the key details, which is the price, which is two seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah. I think that's reasonable. Uh, the release date is March 3rd. Yeah. Which is coming... I know they said March, but that's way sooner than I thought. Sure, yeah. I thought it was going to be like the latter end uh, of March, but uh, yeah. Um, it's only got like five titles coming to it like on release date. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the main one being Zelda. Sure, yeah. Which is kind of a, a no-brainer, but... Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um... I'm not going to say anything that, that's going to kickstart people off and and all this down. It's you know people are people are pissed, people are happy. One of those things. I just kind of wanted to get your own impressions, see what you thought. Did you did you read much? Did you see anything? Does it tickle your bollocks in a good way? So, I I have some thoughts on on the switch. Mm-hmm. People are angry. The, the, Nintendo have, like shockingly so but okay yeah Nintendo have poked people with a stick and and or I should say poked the internet with a stick and made it angry I think they have um, <laughs> however however I I don't think this is Nintendo's fault I was thinking about it when I was at the gym because I, I, mm-hmm. I was reading the notes in the gym and I thought you know I'll just prepare you know yeah so I don't think this is Nintendo's fault so everybody seems to have you know a stick up their ass that the fact that it's not 200 pounds and yeah. 279 pounds. Now, the problem for me is that Nintendo at no point said this was going to be 200 pounds. There were no. these, should we say, media outlets that were suggesting it's going to be about 200 pounds. So when the media outlets then say, oh, look, it's not 200 pounds, it's 280, what do you think? Oh, Nintendo screwed. And it's just like, bastards. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, whoa, it's... whoa, whoa, whoa. Nintendo would never said that. And now. I mean, I'm not going to name the specific site, but I, I read quite a lot of gaming sites, and there's a certain author that seems to have it in for them. Which, right, okay. And so basically, so the positive points I see is it's a new device. Mm. I can see kind of what they're doing. Um, I, I, I kind of hope that they improve the battery life, because that, that yeah. for me would be a, a no sale. Um, so somewhere between two and five and a half, six hours, did they say? Dependent on the game. Yeah, I think they said Zelda would run at about three hours. Sure. So, I mean, for some people, that, that wouldn't even cover the commute. No. 
Um, so I can understand why people are angry about that. Then this certain site like, oh my god, if you install Zelda and buy it from the store, that's going to take up half half the internal SD card. It's just like, oh no. Yeah, and it's just like, well, surely if you're buying this and it's got an SD card slot, and let's be fair, an SD card is pretty bloody cheap. Yeah, you, you'll increase the memory. So again, that's not a problem. I think they did. Did they come out today and say that that it will support up to two terabytes SD uh, up to two terabyte SD card? Oh, wow, okay. So I mean, it's that's more than the co- anyway. Yeah, go on. Anyways, sorry. Uh, and then the same site is like, oh my god, if you if you want to charge the joy pads, uh, the battery life only lasts two hours, uh, ten hours. And it's just like, well, the thing itself only lasts like two hours. So where's the problem there? It's like, oh yeah, but right, you, yeah. you need to buy this additional charger. Well, no, you don't. You see, because when you charge the other thing, just leave them docked, and then everything charges together, and it's ready to go again. Yeah, I mean that that was the thing. I mean, the, the kind of main. Um, kind of poo-poo about this whole thing was the fact that the accessories are expensive yeah no one is telling you to go out and buy them yeah they're there if you want them uh the joy cons they are uh, admittedly they are quite expensive yeah. however they're 75 quid unless you, off, aren't they? yeah unless you're kicking and bashing those things and you know you lose one or snap one in half or something like that i know there are certain games that support like two pairs of Joy-Cons. Uh, well, there's, there's some games that do up to, up to eight players. Yeah, I think that's with Switches, but I think with 1-2 um, Switch, which was that minigame sure, collection. Yeah. Oh no, what am I thinking? No, sorry, not 1-2 Switch, it was ARMS, the kind of punchy yeah, robot yeah, okay. thingy. That supports two sets of Joy-Cons on one console. Right, okay. So you would need two joy- uh, sets of Joy-Cons for that. So kind of in those instances, I can see how that can rub people up the wrong way. However, no one is telling you, like the pro controller, sure, it's a, supposedly a better controller, but as long as I can control them with the Joy-Cons, I'm not really fussed about getting the pro controller. So it's an it's an optional extra. Yeah, I mean, uh, to be fair, I, I like the idea of it. I, I don't think I can justify the purchase, and I, mm-hmm. I can't see me buying one out. Uh, realistically, if it dropped down to, let's say, around about the 200 quid mark and it came yeah. with a bundle game, then I may then reconsider it. But until then, I've got the Wii under the TV. So, you know, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll play on that. Um, I mean, uh, again, the the price of the games at 60 quid a pop, that's quite pricey. But I, I seem to remember when uh, the PS4 and the Xbox One came out, games were fairly expensive, like 55, 60 quid then, weren't they? Yeah, it's only the I last think couple of years ridiculous. that they've, they've dropped yeah. down. I mean, that's the thing. It's it's the way I was thinking about it. It's you know you are able to take a full console experience in quotation marks yeah. on the go. Like the two seventy nine ninety nine is kind of justified in the sense that I can play it on my TV, but guess what? I can also play it on my commute to work. Yeah. And yes, it's not a perfect screen. It's seven twenty p. But on that side, as long screen, as things fine. Yeah, which as long as it plays well. Yeah. I don't care about the visuals. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. As long as they're not too compromised, I don't care. Yeah, I'm guessing performance won't be as strong when it's in the handheld mode. However, the fact that I can take that on the go with me is an awesome idea. And I think in a way that if you don't have a 3DS or a handheld, yeah. I think it kind of justifies the price in a sense that you've got the handheld, you've got the console experience. Yes, the games are ludicrously expensive, and like you said, probably after a while they will drop in price. Yeah. 
you, like you said earlier, your expectations are a bit too high because these people have put these things in your head to think that, you know, Nintendo are bad. It's like, well, no, they're not. It's you've given these people these expectations that, you know, this console is going to be this, this, and this. And when Nintendo doesn't meet that, yeah. they're the bad guys. Yeah. But I mean, I during the presentation, kind of afterwards, you know, when they were giving the full release, I think I sent you a photo, yeah, sure. um, a screenshot I took of kind of what's to come. And I mean, you've got Zelda, which is a massive title in itself. Yeah. You know. Uh, the month after it comes out, you've got uh, Mario Kart 8, which is a big one. Yeah, I know it's out on the Wii U, but if you don't have a Wii U, you know Mario Kart's big. You've got another Mario main Mario game coming towards the end of the year. You've got Splatoon 2 coming summer, and then what I consider maybe like three, four main kind of games, and that's just what's been announced currently. Yeah, I think they just said that like in a flash in the pan thing that there's 80 games in production at the moment for this thing. Wow. Okay. Um, but I mean the fact that you're getting like four kind of main titles I mean a lot of people are saying well wait till the end of the year when Mario comes out Yeah. and I'm willing to bet that is when you'll start seeing the bundle stuff of right okay we drop the price here's a fucking special edition version of with the joy Mario red joy cons yeah, with yeah. The Mario logo and all that sort of stuff but you know I think it looks alright I might wait till the price drops so uh, I, I can't see myself buying one um, I think mm-hmm. if I'd have had a Wii U already um, I yeah. think this would just be totally off the cards. Okay. I almost feel like Nintendo have, I won't say rushed this out, but picked the wrong release window. It's uh, I, sure, Again, yeah. I was thinking at the gym, are they doing it now before uh, the Scorpio? Uh, Scorpion, Scorpio? Uh, the, the ex- Scorpio, yeah. So by that time, technically the, the, the PS4 and the Xbox will have jumped to gen. And I'm yeah. just wondering if they did it at that time. Maybe they won't have got as many sales. Or they're doing it now and thinking, well, there's no hardware sales until the end of the year, so people are going to want you shiny, so they'll they'll buy ours. Yeah, I, I, I think by that time, you know, they'll have the hardcore Nintendo fans yeah, yeah. and hardcore tech geeks buy it early on. Yeah. And then towards, like, holiday, you know, December, you know, December time, they'll have enough enough big games out there and you know that sort of stuff like you said to can kind of compete with the already established xbox and, yeah, and yeah. ps4 but i think we've said before like nintendo kind of beats their own drum yeah exactly uh, but just let him get on with it I, but... I wasn't too sure about the so I, I guess one of the announcements which was should we say it required a little bit more clarification um mm-hmm. that the fact that they're they're going to follow a similar model to sony and microsoft of having an online subscription Yes, they are. Yeah. Um, and as well as being able to do like normal stuff, like again, I may have misread this, but apparently you need this online access thingy to be able to access the store. If I'm right, or or was that just some kind of slander from one of the sites that I read? Possible, because I've not read that. The only thing, uh, kind of hearing stuff afterwards, and, and so I watched a little bit of the treehouse stuff yeah. that happened on the sun Saturdays, Friday. Oh no, the Friday. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so the online stuff is basically allows you to play it online, sure. but it works through a smartphone app. Okay. So you need an app on your phone. I'm guessing to talk to people like it's not built into the console natively. Sure. Okay. They said that they are similar with games with Golden PS Plus. They're giving you a game. Yeah. A month. Is it a SNES 
game, but you only get it for it's, the month or something like it's, that. Yes, that's the kind of questionable bit. It's a NES or a SNES title, one a month, but you only get it for that month. Do you get to choose it or is it? Nope, it is pre-chosen for you from what I know. But they said that in SNES titles, they are going to do online multiplayer. Oh, oh, wow. So they're trying to integrate online multiplayer into all the titles, which I think is cool. That is very cool uh, if you can get that working. But I can't remember what site, I, I I can't remember what podcast I was listening to, but, you know, like they said, you know, it's it's a smart way of giving people a game and then, like, maybe enticing them to purchase it. It's not necessarily right for the end user. Yeah, sure. However, I kind of understand the strategy behind it of, like, oh, you really like this game? Why don't you give us a little bit of money and, you know, we'll, 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 you know continue playing that online game, you know, SNES title. But, you know, could you imagine, like, say, for example, you and me had one. Yeah. Um, and we were able to play, like, Mario, like, old-style, like, Mario Kart together online. In fact, or, in fact... Like, some of the Super Mario games. If you think about this logically, they've done it very smart. Mm. So, in the same way that we get like ten games a month across Xbox and uh, sorry, uh, Microsoft and Sony, mm-hmm. how many of those games do you actually play within that month? How many just sit exactly. on the pile? Yeah. Where what 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 Nintendo are doing here is like right, everybody's got a month to go play this. Go have a play, and if you like it, buy it. Uh, and at least what happens is once a month, or I should say for that month, everybody's playing this one game. Exactly. So all of a sudden, the the leaderboards are going to light up. The multiplayer, they're yeah. all going to light up. And and that's the thing. It's it's you know the, there was the rumor at one point that GameCube was going to be emulated on this. They've not mentioned anything about that. However, to give you a free game once a month, and a lot of people are probably going to finish a game pretty quickly anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, especially the older stuff. I know it's very hard, but some of the games can be easily beaten. Yeah, in a couple of hours, easy. Yeah, and you'll you'll probably play it over and over again in that month. But you know, maybe you'll think one day, oh, I could really, you know, I really enjoy playing this. Do I want to, you know, continue playing it? Well, you give Nintendo a little bit of money and just carry on as normal. Yeah. But uh, I think it's a smart way of doing it for them. I think you know, people were saying like, well, it's just a ROM, you know, or I can download the ROM and and play it, you know, on an emulator and that sort of stuff, which is fair enough. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have the built-in online stuff, but you know, multiplayer stuff, but I don't know. It's just one of those. But yeah, the Nintendo Switch is a thing. I'm I am genuinely interested in it. As um, I've as I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, um I'm intrigued by it. Um mm. I even I even fired up the Wii, you know, just so I could in fact I did it before Christmas, didn't I? Just so I could get that see yeah. if I could get the Nintendo juices flo- flowing. Um but mm-hmm. that didn't seem to happen, so Yeah, so you have a conversation uh, on Twitter, I can't remember who it was with. It was uh, it was Howard Welsh Benno, and you kind of on about you know you want to love Nintendo, but just something holding you back. Yeah. But I must admit it's kind of the same with me, kind of with 3ds and stuff like that. But as soon as they announce an Animal Crossing game for the Switch, Darren, <laughs> exactly. And on that note, yeah. <laughs> that was the obligatory yeah. Nintendo Switch talk. So anyway, let's discuss what we've been watching. So Terry, tell me, mm. what have you been watching? Not a lot, out of all honesty. Um, I've been finding I've been watching a lot of wrestling recently. Again? Yeah. Feeling lonely again, are you? I am, greased up men a little bit. Touching each other. They're not the only ones that are greased up, Darren. <laughs> what, you watch them greased up, do you? <laughs> yep. Um, 
I don't know. I've just been watching a lot of that. Um, not special, just like some old pay-per-views and stuff like that. Mainly the Raw Rumble stuff. Yeah, sure. Because that's coming up in a couple of weeks' time. So, you know, just kind of prepping for that. I I didn't put it on here. I've rewatched The Jinx, the uh, Robert Durst documentary. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I can't remember. I think it was a discussion. I, I, I think I was talking to someone about it. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember the full thing. I kind of remembered, like, key points of it. Yeah, sure. I was like, man, I've not watched that since... I think it was last year we went, we watched it. Mm. I thought, man, I'm just going to go back. Man, that documentary is really good. Yeah, it is. Even, like, second time round and, and kind of watching it again, knowing what's going to happen. It's it's a fascinating documentary. Yeah, sure. Um I don't know. I don't know what compelled me to watch it again, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's worth it. Um, but that's been about it. The only other thing I, I just want to say is that Darren <laughs> brought the crystal maze back. I know, and they've got the perfect. It, I only saw a brief image of it, but it's it's the mm-hmm. guy out of IT crowd. Yes, yeah, it is. I think he will be a perfect host for that. Uh, I'm so excited for that. Uh, Twenty episodes. Fantastic. Uh, 20 hour long episodes starting the 16th of October that's good so, that's good I, I'm genuinely happy that this stand up to cancer special yeah has, has shown Channel 4 no seriously people do like the Crystal Maze bring this back yeah, and yeah. the fact that they've gone ahead and greenlit a 20 episode series is is awesome uh, I was reading that apparently they, they're doing it in Bristol Oh. They're building a massive studio especially for it, so I've got a feeling it's probably going to be like the older ones. Because that did you end up seeing the stand up to cancer? Yes, yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, so it very it felt very small because it used the London experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is supposed to be very similar size to what the original TV oh, show awesome. was. Yeah, that's about it. Fantastic, man! The Crystal Maze is so good. What about yourself? Um, so I watched a couple of films. I watched um, Pete's Dragon. Why? I was intrigued. I remember uh, as a kid enjoying the, the, you know, it it was very old school animation. So you had the animated dragon doing dragony things and you had the kid with it and stuff. Mm. I was like, oh, that's cool. And I think, I I don't know why it popped onto Netflix. No, sorry, not Netflix on um, iTunes. And I think I rented it. Yeah, probably rented it. I don't think about it. You know what? It was all right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I've seen a lot worse films. It was a nice, fluffy, happy Disney film where happy things happened. A few sad bits like, oh, no, I can't believe X has died. And it's like, oh, no, it hasn't died because it's a Disney film. Ta-da. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, not bad, not bad. Not the best Disney film you'll ever see, but um, if you want a Sunday afternoon film, it's not bad at all. Hmm, fair enough. I watched um, Nine Lives. Tell me about Nine Lives, Darren. Nine Lives is a thing, a thing. It, it... <laughs> it's an experience. So it's, um, do you ever see the Garfield films? No, but I know that they were terrible. They, they were pretty terrible. It, it was like uh, Bill Murray kind of phoned it in. And it was animation-ish and stuff and... So anyway, the, Ish. yeah. So uh, as you know, Christina does like her cats. Mm-hmm. So obviously, a, a, a cat film was was something we were going to watch, whether I liked it or not. Um, <laughs> so I looked at the casting, and we had Kevin Spacey, and we had Jennifer Garner, and we had uh, like Christopher Walken. And I thought oh, this is a, some big names. Yeah, this, this is actually going to be good. 
Um, big old multi-businessman doesn't get a chance to spend time with the kids things happen he ends up in the body of a cat and it's not some bestiality thing it was his his (laughs) soul ended up in the cat and it just happened to be the family pet Mm -hmm. so he had to try so it's kind of smallish but I'm saving anybody else from having to watch it thank you Um, long story short while he's in the body of the cat he becomes closer to his family that he didn't get a chance to spend time with. Now, my problem with it was, is Kevin Spacey phoned this in. And I I shit you not, it was pretty much... It's almost like they said, right, read this line. Uh, What's context? Uh, We can't tell you. Just just, just monitor on it. So everything was just pure monotone. And the thing is, Kevin Spacey's a bloody good actor. Yeah, yeah. And for him to sound monotone and hundrum and about everything is... Pains me, Darren. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it wasn't a good film. I mean, it sounds terrible, but it sounds like someone was contractually obligated to do this. Yeah, yeah. It's like they had photos of him with him stuck in a cat, or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it it wasn't a good film. It it doesn't even warrant a Sunday afternoon film. How long before you turned it off? Uh, we watched the entire thing. We watched the entire thing. Yep. <laughs> How long before you pulled an iPad or some five ten minutes? <laughs> right, uh, as soon go. as as soon as he turned into cat, and right, he was okay. just phoning it in, I was just like, "Oh man, this is rough." Oh, Jesus, right? Okay. I, I I so I was ill at the weekend. I was in bed, and mm. I was I was like, "Right, well, I can't watch anything on Netflix because Christine is watching it with me." Um, so I was like, "Right, let's let's just flick through my re- recent purchases on iTunes," and I came across the Goonies. Because we bought it mm. a couple of about a month back, because it was like well cheap at three ninety nine. Yeah, you basically texted me and said, Ugh! and I was like, okay, and I'll buy it. And yeah, yeah, I think it was like two three quid. But man, that film is good. So yeah, I rewatched it. To be fair, there are, there are a few points in it where I'm thinking, really, but uh, as a whole, what an amazing experience. I just got to turn your brain off to that bit, Darren. It's it's just fun eighties flick. Yeah, yeah, is it? Yeah, it's a very very good film. Now I was I was so when I'm watching these old films, uh, I, I always pull up IMDb and think, I wonder how these guys are getting on. Dead. No, 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 Dead. no, no. So I was looking through it, and so you know, Mikey, mm-hmm. Mikey is Sam from the Lord of the Rom- uh, Lord of the Ring films. Lord of the Rum sounds a lot better. <laughs> Lord of the Rum, yeah. No, so Lord <laughs> of the Rings, you know, Sam. Yeah. That, that, that's Mikey. I know, and um, the older brother, yeah. with, whose name is fucking Josh Brolin. Yeah. Like, are you Josh Brolin? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I know, I was like, wow. Hang on, what? Yeah, because he was the, I mean, I, I, I mainly recognise him from, he did Agent K in uh, Men in Black 3. Ah, <laughs> yeah. I, where do I recognise him from? Uh, from? No Country for Old Men? Sure, okay. I think he was in that, but yeah, I also recognise him uh, from Men in Black 3 because I watched that film. Yeah. And then, like, Corey Feldman's there as Corey Feldman. Yeah, but he, he hasn't had a very good career since. He's not been in a he'd had a good career. <laughs> Corey Feldman plays himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was looking through all the cast, and it, it's like the, the, the little guy who plays Data, uh, or short mm. round in Indiana Jones. That was round about the end of his acting career. <laughs> Which I think probably after short round, yeah, yeah. 
But no, no. But man, Goonies. Genuinely enjoyed it. A really good film. I mean, um, I don't know what it'd be like if I was watching it for the first time. Would I be like, mm, how would that work? And uh, really, the, those jaws of life, would they be really that strong? <laughs> To catch yeah. him going down that pit and stuff. And I was like, you know what? Just just blank it out, Darren. That's the one. Why is Sloth got one eye lower than the other? That's not anatomically correct. <laughs> yeah. That can't be real. Yeah. How does his top of his ears flap about when he's happy? I don't know. <laughs> the, the bit that got me, which made me laugh, was... So they went through all the thing and they're like, right, walk the plank. And it's just like... So you, you want them to drop back down to the water that they, they've just been stood in. <laughs> it's not very deep. <laughs> Yeah, well, do you know about the cut scene from that? No, go on. There was a giant octopus in there. Ah, so I know uh, uh, Data saying, oh, the octopus was the worst. I'm like, hang on, he's making that up. Yeah, no, the, the, there is a, an actual cut scene from the from the film which had them fighting a gigantic octopus. Ah. Uh, but it because it looks so fake, they cut it from the film. Right, okay. But it had no kind of major impact on the storytelling no, uh, apart from when data mentions yeah, it yeah yeah but uh, yeah that that's i think that's why it made a much bigger deal right okay but no no i really enjoyed it really enjoyed that film hmm. uh, goonies yeah yeah so that's it for films now tv wise frequencies back that is going in some interesting directions i mentioned it a couple of episodes back how you've got the uh, a, a dad and a daughter in sync, uh, twenty years apart mm. via a ham radio. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's that went in a weird direction. N- not weird, should we say? But you had things happen, and it was like, oh my god, this story's just got very interesting. Because now the mother's been included too. <laughs> it's a family affair. No, no, no. Well, again, I can't really <laughs> spoil it for you, but uh, the, yeah. It's gone in a very interesting direction, and now it's been shown weekly again. Um, I, mm. I cannot wait. In fact, in fact, I should stop recording. It's it, it, the new episode is then out. Right, bye, Terry. That was the Checkpoint <laughs> Podcast. We'll see you next time, folks. <laughs> no, so that that's very good. I watched the the new series of Sherlock. Okay, four and a half hours for three episodes. Wow. Personally, I think it's lost its way. I I really enjoyed the first couple of seasons. This season was kind of really. Are you running out of ideas, Moffat? Right. Okay. You see, I've not watched any of these, but people lose their friggin' mind over Sherlock. So they're on. Uh, they're on Netflix, I think. They're at least the first couple of seasons. Think they are. Yeah. The first couple of seasons are very good, very clever. This season, so I. I don't know. I mean, you know, you, you know, they're written by uh, Stephen Moffat, the guy who does the mm-hmm. Doctor Who's. It unfortunately had Moffat all over it. So right, okay. what he tends to do is, like in the Doctor Who seasons, he he starts off and there'll be some weird, unexplained thing that gets mentioned about every couple of episodes, and then at right. the end, it's like, ah, this is the big reveal stuff. Ta-da. Yeah. So he's he's kind of done that. Right, uh, but the, unfortunately, the reveal was like, "Oh, really? Four and a half hours for that?" Oh, right, okay. Uh, so that there won't be any more Sherlock then. I don't know. It, it ended in a place where they could just walk away. Okay, sure. But I mean, you, you've got uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and also Martin Freeman as well. They're not cheap actors anymore. No, one of them's like doing Star Trek villainy things, and the other one's like 
finding a ring. Yeah, well, um, or going off on an adventure or something. Spike like Freeman's that. even in uh, Agents of Shield now. He is in Agents of Shield. He was also in um, shit Civil War. Yeah, yeah, he's in everything ever. Very briefly, yeah. but yeah. to think he started out in the office. I know, I know. But yeah, uh, so I, I wonder if they have just ended it because they've tidied everything up. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, those two can't be cheap anymore. No, I can't imagine so they'd be like Hollywood folk. So yeah, yeah. And then finally, again, going back to Darren has has managed to manipulate space time. Christina and I have watched two seasons of American Horror Story. That's twenty six episodes. Twenty six hour long episodes. No, no, the, 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 the normal 40, 45 minute episodes. Ah, right. but we still got through twenty six. Oh, sorry, episodes. that makes it sound way better. <laughs> sorry, yeah. What an amazing TV program! Yeah, yeah. So we had no idea what to expect. The first season is starts, does its thing, and concludes. Um, it's kind of a amateur horror type thing, but okay. over thirteen episodes, and the characters mm. in there are very interesting. And you've kind of got this house where things have happened, but uh, the the current residents dealing with that. And then every episode is kind of a oh flashback to nineteen whatever. Ah, this happened. Ah, and this is the thing that is a result of said thing happening. Right. Okay. But ju- just the, the underlying sub-stories and stuff are, are really, really well done. It, it, so much so that it gets to an end and it's just like, that was brilliant. Right, okay. I, again, I hear a lot of folks uh, going mental about American Horror Story because I believe each season focuses on a different thing. So, yeah. So, so we started watching season two thinking, ah, oh, well, it's just going to be a continuation. Season two started with the same actors... In very different roles. Ah, these same actors, okay. About 50 years earlier in an asylum. Huh. Um, so think, so think um, kind of... Remember Human Centipede 3? <laughs> oh, yes, I do. Imagine a non-shit version of that, but with with an asylum as opposed to the prison. Oh, okay. Um, and you've got nuns running it, and there's, it's just crazy and things and people are there that are meant to be there and people are there that aren't meant to be there and there's escapes and mm. or should I should say attempted escapes and it's just really 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 well done mm. this is on the the, the flicks now it certainly is I yeah mm. um but we cannot wait to start on season three because uh the you know how netflix always show you an image just a single image of of the upcoming episode Sure, yeah. So in in the third season, uh, episode one, you've got a picture of the girl from the first one. It's just like, oh, I wonder what role she's doing in this one. Right, okay. I think that's quite an interesting way of doing it, like the fact that you've got the same people yeah. but playing completely different characters. I think that's quite interesting. Yeah, because you've even got uh, Zachary Quinto in it as well. Oh, right, yeah, okay. So it's just like, uh, I mean, he... he it plays, uh, I'd, I'd say, a sub-character in the first season, but uh, second season he's got a very strong main character. Mm. But yeah, very good, very good. Might give it a go, maybe. It, it's, just be careful, it's very Moorish, because things unravel throughout the season. Ah, right, okay then. It's not like Scream, is it? No, 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 was... no, no, no. It's good. <laughs> 
<laughs> you used to like that, Darren. Don't pretend. Yeah, um, I, I still haven't watched the um, <laughs> the other one. You know, the Halloween special, Scream. Oh, I don't care. I don't care. I gave up. Yeah, I gave up. I washed my hands of that show. Yeah, much the same as Walking Dead. Yep. So, um, mm. Terry, Big Trouble yes. in Little China is a thing that you have yeah. watched. What do you think? I did watch it with my face eyes. What a weird, awesome film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of like two minutes of normalcy, and then that's it. And then it just goes into this weird fucking side thing uh, where it's all awesome, and then Raiden from Mortal Kombat's <laughs> yes. in there. Uh, and then, uh, like, Liu Kang, it's just like, what what's going on? <laughs> um <laughs> What a fascinating, fucking awesome film. Do you remember when I was telling you about uh, They Live? Yeah. And it's by John Carpenter as well. This also reminded me of that. Sure, okay. But what an awesome, awesome film. The one guy got so mad he blew himself up. <laughs> yes. Like, what? <laughs> um, but it's it's Kurt Russell doing 80s action-y Kurt Russell stuff. Yeah. He's been an, you know, a hard bastard, but it's quite funny because... He's been kind of a goofy, hard bastard, especially when he shoots uh, into the air and then a big, massive lump of whatever drops on his head and kind of knocks him out for a bit. Just very silly visual gags like that. Yeah, but yeah. it was basically the dad of Tia Carrera's character out of Wayne's World. Yes, yeah. And people doing things because he wanted to become a real boy. <laughs> yes. He's supposed to be like 2,000 years old or something like that, and only like women with green eyes could bring him back for reasons. So then Kim Kim Cattrall gets in it, and there's this Chinese girl with green eyes, and he's wanting to become a real boy, and he uses three kind of Raidens to try and do that, and it's all weird, and there's gangs and stuff and reasons, and very slapstick, and it's very funny. That film is really good. <laughs> I really like that film. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was just. I wasn't so sure what. I'd heard about it, kind of going into it as being like this cult eighties action film. Yeah. Kind of comedy action film, uh, but I didn't realize how kind of how slapstick and comedic it was. Yeah, yeah. Until going into it, but it, yeah, it. I there was a few laughs. Uh, just very silly stuff in it, but uh, yeah. Big trouble in Little China. That's uh, I think that's going to be one to add to the old collection. Yeah, I, I think I've got an iTunes. Um, I mm. think it's it's only like three or four quid right now. When was the last time you watched it? It's probably six months, a year ago. Uh, again, that that is okay. the perfect Sunday afternoon flick. Sure. Yeah, I, I can see that. It was very. In fact, I actually watched it on Sunday. It was just very casual. You know, I watched this, and yeah, it was, many laughs were had. So yeah, very good recommendation on that. Fantastic. one. Fantastic. It, because you like that, I would also recommend they live. Okay, okay, it's very good. Cool, right? So your next one, it's going to go mm. in a very different direction, and I'll be interested when oh, okay. I think of this. Now, I watched it for the first time. I mean, so this film is nineteen sixty-eight. Oh, okay, I watched it for the first time about two years ago, mm-hmm. and we shall discuss your thoughts because I didn't really discuss it with anybody after I'd watched it. Okay. The film is 2001, A Space Odyssey. Ooh, okay. It's two and a half hours. It's Wow, it's, okay. It's 
Should we say it's rather slow-paced film, but mm. interesting. It, it it we'll discuss afterwards, but it's not a shit film, and it's not an amazing film. It's it's a film that does stuff and leaves you thinking. Okay, sure. So yeah, that's your next one. Two thousand one Space Odyssey. Okay, cool. Cool. Okay, so let's let's discuss Terry what we've been reading. Mm. So Terry, you suggested earlier you had been reading something aliens. Tell me about that. Yeah. It was an audio book. Well, it wasn't an audio book. It was an audio dramatization. Okay. Uh, this was an Audible original. Oh, okay. I, can't, uh, I had a credit to spend and I'm like, I just look through kind of a list of like bestsellers and stuff like that and just kind of see what's going yeah. on. And I don't know whether it was because I was not excited, but because Alien Covenant the trailer came out, I think it was Christmas Day. Sure, okay. I'm like, man, Alien's a fucking good film. Man, Alien is so good. So is Aliens. And then just happened to see this, and I'm like, oh, okay. Aliens, they got an audio book, and then realized it was a drama. Yeah. And it's like, full sound effects, a full voice cast, and they were like, said that this is one of the best books of 2016, and it's like, right, go on then. It's four and a half hours long, okay. but it's fucking awesome I cannot recommend this book highly enough sure okay if you love the or even like the Alien franchise this adds I I can't say too much so being spoiler free where does this sit timeline this lands between Alien and Aliens okay so there's stuff that happens in between um but from the beginning you kind of understand what's going on but by the end of it they've resolved it to a point of where oh you know what i mean it's like you think to yourself well how can this fit between alien and aliens yeah sure sure you know but the way the alien starts how can that be possible but it answers all of that throughout if you understand what i mean yeah 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 i'm not spoiling it because i I, i'm not telling you but you know it's uh the voice cast is really good yeah, I don't want to say too much, but the the story's awesome. It resolves in a really good way. And it just has that like genuine like alien feel to it. It's you know, the sound effects, the um the even the old style like the the sound effects from the first alien film. Yeah. Like the old boot up computers and stuff like that. It has all of those like sound effects. Ha oh, yeah, this this is they kinda of get into the heart of Alien. Awesome. Uh but yeah, definitely. I would uh Definitely, definitely, Sorry, what definitely was that recommend again? that. Uh, this is Alien Out of the Shadow. Right, okay. But yeah, it's it's good. It, it, you know, it, four and a half hours long, it was the perfect length. Uh, you know, there's no he said, and then blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And she said, you know, but obviously they can get past that with the, being a, a drama. But yeah, sure. yeah it, genuinely, if you've got a credit, spend, spend it on I this. It's, indeed, it's yeah. really good. But there was like moments where it's like getting to the end of a chapter, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen next, and then had to pause it for reasons. Uh, <laughs> Customer comes in like shit. <laughs> yeah, basically, no, oh, we want to know what happens. And I actually read a comic book other than the stuff we've got coming up in the reading corner. Okay, I read Justice League Cross Power Rangers number one. Okay, I know you said you sent me a thing. picture of this. And I went, <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, it's obviously just the first issue, so they're kind of establishing it all. But uh, 
you know, it's all right. It's all right. I, I, I kind of feel that they've gone in the, shall we say, the Turtles Batman. Okay. Like the way that they've kind of started it okay. off. But so there was a, a, a dimensional something which dragged one from one side to the other. For reasons. Yeah, yeah that's the one. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, it seems all right. Batman was there. Superman was there. The Power Rangers were there. They did stuff and things. Um, I, I'm going to guess that there were that there were instantly enemies which they had to do stuff that end made them end up working together. You read this? <laughs> <laughs> That's just every comic ever that ever has a right. crossover. That's the one. Yeah, uh, it's like, all oh, right, okay, ah, oh, dimension jump. What the fuck? Right, okay. Um, it's all right. It's 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 all right. I I I don't know if this is going to be a long run. I can't see it being a long running series. Sure, okay. Um, but it was just like, oh, this kind of reminds me of Turtles, huh? I wonder where they got the inspiration for this one. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, it's all right. Oh, cool. It's all right. What about yourself? Have you been reading anything? Um, I've continued with the audiobook, The Long Way to a Small Angry Planet. Mm. I was listening to it in the gym tonight. Um, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm concerned. But I, it's a 15-hour audiobook, and I'm yeah. about three and a half hours away from the end. It feels it feels the majority of the book so far has been um, establishing characters, establishing races, establishing just, just the whole universe. And, and don't yeah. get me wrong, they've done an absolutely fantastic job of that. I, I can visualize all these characters, I can visualize the races, I can visualize the ship... Um, I, I feel that I know the characters and I, I love a lot of their traits, but they're, they're, they're on a goal to do stuff. Right, okay. I can't help but think that if they don't start with the, should we say the end game, pretty soon, it's just going to be a Harry Dresden uh, last 30 seconds rush it type thing. Right, okay. Um, and this is wrap up, okay, bye. Yeah, so I, I think we're now getting to the point where things are going to start moving. But if you think I'm, I'm nearly three quarters away through the book, and the thing, because the thing that they're going to do is quite a big thing, and they're still nowhere near where they need to be. Uh, but they do keep stopping along the way, and they're meeting these people and these people and doing stuff, and and. Uh, and as I said, establishing the universe and, and the crew and, and their friends and where they stop for this. And, you know, and it, it's really, really good. It feels mm-hmm. like it's a, for want of a better word, it, it's almost like a prequel to the the proper book. Like, listen to this if you want to get backstory on everybody. Sure, yeah. So, yeah. So I think the next three and a half hours are either going to be very interesting and amazing or a letdown. Mm. Um, but I, I, I love the universe they've created, I really do uh, yeah. the characters are absolutely amazing yeah I think I, well I, I got an email through earlier as uh, oh you got a points recommend it like as if to say you've got a credit yeah. we recommend these uh, mm. I might spend it on that it, it's good, it's very easy listening um, I mean I, I mm. actually spent my last credit on um, so you know the off to be the wizard yeah I found out that that even though he's done a load of books, that was only a three-book series. Right, and as okay. I've already read the first two, I thought, oh, well, I'll just get the third one with my credit. So that's mm. that way for me as well. Oh, so enough. I'll, I'll be on with that shortly. Cool. I did actually pick up another couple of comics because being ill, I've hell? been up at like five o'clock in the morning. Mm. Um, so I was just like, well, 
what can I do that's not noisy and doesn't require getting out of bed? So I was like, Ah, Darren. What? (laughs) Yeah. So I just rolled over and... uh... (laughs) (laughs) No, so I I, I went back to The Preacher. Mm. I read another episode of that. That is good. However, I wonder... I, I can't remember... So I haven't listened back to the, the, the previous podcast when we were talking about The Preacher. But I think The Preacher, where we're at now, is... So everything that kind of happened in, in season one of The Preacher on TV mm-hmm. seems to have happened already in this. And this is kind of... Right. It, the the book, or I should say the comic that I read, seems to be where season two is starting. So I'm like, whoa, 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 I'll, I'll stop with this now. <laughs> I th- I seem to remember the last time we talked about Preacher was you didn't want to read too far ahead because you didn't want to spoil what was coming up in season one. Yeah, but... The, I think that's where you got with yeah, it. Yeah, so this seems to skip season one totally and go on to season two. Right, okay. Um, so I'm now like, oh God, I'll pause again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's, yeah, that's not bad. And I decided to go back to Powers because uh, I think Powers has now been cancelled, hasn't it? Yeah, unfortunately. So I thought, right, well, let me go back to Powers. Because, again, I, I stopped that for the same reason. I didn't want to spoil what was going on. Mm-hmm. And this seems to start on season two of Powers. So following a similar plot of that. Now, I've watched season one of, and season two. So and knowing there's no more TV coming out, I can't spoil anything. So yeah. I read a couple of episodes of that. A couple of episodes. A couple of comics of that. And you know what? That's good. If you've yeah. watched... I, I'd suggest watching the TV series first. Otherwise, it, there's a major fucking spoiler in it. Right, okay. But watch the, the two seasons first. And then once you've watched that, then look at the comics. Uh, the art style's great. Knowing what I know from the TV, it's just it helps put a lot of the stuff in perspective. Right, okay. Um, Do you feel like you benefit from watching the show first? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because sure. uh, this starts basically season two of Powers... So hmm. I, I essentially got the entire season one was backstory to where this is. Okay. So yeah, definitely worth it. Cool. Um, and that's it. That's that's all I've been reading. Hmm. Um, my my space time manipulation machine seems to be working quite well. I've managed to get. You need to share your magic <laughs> tricks with me because it, it's amazing how you've managed to do this. I know. I know. I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So that's what we've been reading. Terry, Mm. let's head to the reading corner. Oh, I'm excited about this. So Terry, the reading corner this time was Chew, as in C-H-E-W. And it yeah, was, as in you chew food. Yeah, but it was about a detective that had a special ability where if he tasted something, he got backstory on it. Uh, he got a flashback yeah. and, and stuff happened. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was okay. Really? Yeah. So the thing is, so it started off and it's just like, right, so this is your special ability. You are Chew, right? Uh, and this is your thing. Right, cool. Uh, oh, by the way, I'm, I, I, I'm one of them as well. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and this is Lassie. Yeah, she's one of them as well. It's like, hang on, hang on. He, he's no longer special. The last wasn't one of them. So, uh, okay. So the reporter or the, the journalist. So mm. she was able to eat food 
and then she was able to so did, did you read um all five episodes of uh i did yeah yeah okay so i can't remember what it was the taste game or something something i, I don't know what it was but basically she was going into restaurants she was eating stuff and then she was described in great detail uh so the inference is that she's the third yeah, one yeah, right yeah. okay yeah yeah so that, uh, yeah. that was the pit that kind of put me off. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love the art style in this. I thought it was really good. I, I, I like the art style. Mm. I like the characters. The boss was a dick. He, yes. His partner <laughs> was amazing as a character. Yeah. I, 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 I really, really like this comic. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot I did like about it. I liked how the story flowed. Put it this way. I, I read all five comics back to back because uh, I was intrigued to see yeah, where it too. was going. It was interesting how it ended. I thought they left it on a good cliffhanger. Yeah, but it, I don't know. It just kind of... I don't, it, it, that was the off-putting bit. It's just like, right, you this Chew guy, yeah, this is your special ability. Uh, yeah, but I, I've also got the special abilities. Well, why do we need this little weedy bloke then? Um, yeah, so, so, uh, and then you kind of read the five issues and then you kind of realize why. The, the, without yeah. spoiling it, you kind of see where the writers have gone and why they need him in this position to do this thing. Which I agree. I I kind of wish. So I I wish, I kind of wish he'd have been unique. So, she would yeah. be the only person that could do this, and I don't think that would have broken the story at all. Well, I like the fact that the um, because he is a detective. I like the fact that um, his chief knew about his yeah. abilities. I was trying to kind of protect him. He kind of was sympathetic and understood why he did what he did, you know, in the first issue. Yeah. But he was really trying to protect him. And then he kind of gets called up into the special, you know, FDA uh, position and all this, that and the other. And things happen and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I thought the writing was very good. Very funny moments in yeah, there. Yeah, agreed. Uh, uh, they established some really good yeah, characters. Yeah, the, the artwork again, uh, I thought was... Uh, really really well done it was very likable it was almost um reminded me a lot of danger mouse okay um, sure. so you know his partner in crime well it was almost um i don't know it reminded me of somebody but i did like it i did like it it's very like you know that like this guy's a big guy but I, it was like anatomically the 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 you know like this is a scrawny dude this is a big beefy dude and you know but it kind of worked like the the guy his partner's hand is like the size of his the, his yeah, torso, yeah. like very disproportionate, like anatomically, but it it worked for the, and the fact that this whole story is based around the fact that they're in a world where chicken is illegal, yeah, because because like reasons, for reasons, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a very good. In fact, it was one of those where as soon as I'd finished it, I'm like, oh, I just want to buy the next one and just carry yeah. on. Uh, in fact, I think I will do because I really enjoyed my time with that. It, like I said, did it in one sitting and it was definitely yeah, worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, um, I, I didn't not like it. I, I, I just kind of, I wish that you would have been unique because I, I was just kind of throwing the couple, first couple of issues why it was just like, well, you've got this 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 massive dude who's like a double-eyed bastard and has exactly the same ability. Mm. So why the hell's Chew here? He's offering nothing. Yeah. I mean, we we know why uh, at the end, yeah. but again, it, that just kind of bugged me. And then the fact that she was writing about stuff and, and she could write so descriptive that she was making people ill. 
and again, it's just like, well, okay, so more people can do this. So again, this guy is not very unique at all. He's not very good at his job. He's not very good at this, not very good at that. So why yeah. why this character? To be fair, I never kind of caught on to the woman right, okay. until you just said that. Yeah. So um, I never really thought about it until then. Because um, I think they did say that there was three known people yeah, that could yeah. do it. Um, obviously, them being the two, but yeah, if the woman's the third, so... Oh no, I, I I definitely want to continue with it. I really like the characters, like so. The art style is is very yeah. well done. Uh, they they emote quite well, and there's some very exaggerated yeah, moments there is, yeah. in there. But uh, uh, yeah, I I thought it was a very good read overall. Uh, I'm looking forward to sure. reading more. Yeah. So, so Darren, so the next reading corner uh, is actually based off of my last challenge. Okay. We are gonna read the sequel to. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. That sounds fantastic. Now, I'd seen this a while ago, but obviously hadn't seen the film, so I I couldn't. But uh, uh, John Carpenter has worked with the people that have wrote this comic book as like a true, proper sequel to the film. So yeah, because by the end of that film, spoilers, it ends on kind of a cliffhanger type thing, ish, I'm going to say, but this apparently continues straight off from that so yeah big trouble in little china it is fantastic and that is the reading corner right well we've gone on a little while there um hope you've enjoyed it if you want to send us an email uh, like we've actually had one from Anthony, my uh, co-host on Scottcast, but uh, unfortunately we're overrun on this episode, so we'll we'll read it out next episode, Anthony. Uh, but thank you very much for sending that in. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but if you want to send an email, it's podcast at checkpointdone.com. If you want to find us on Twitter, it's at checkpointdone. If you want to go and check out my 173 posts on, on the website, it's checkpointdone.com. It's quite impressive. Yep. If you want to see some of the stuff that Terry's put up on YouTube, um, either go through the Checkpoint Done site and click on the link there or try and find us. If you want to find us on our personal Twitters, I'm at D5120 and Terry is at Foxhounder01. That's me. Until the next episode, see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.